The following program is intended for mature audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Second episode of When a Nerd Starts Over. Not the I mean, I'm not that actual podcast, but this trilogy. We've talked all the mushy, mushy, mushy stuff before, and uh, we're gonna get into some real bad stuff in this one. And we all have a lot to say about it. And I mean, I'm gonna have the same two people I have uh, that I've had on the last podcast for these next three and the special fourth one. Um, but, I mean, if we keep meeting like this, guys, people are going to start to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. That's, that's um, fine. Me too. It's fine. I, I don't see <laughs> But um, I'm introducing again from Fan Drunk Pod, Miss Major. Hey. And from SincereSarcasm.net, a.k.a. the other guy, Mr. Francis. Hello, hello. And, you know, thinking about this particular episode, The Bad of Love, um, it, 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 you know, just think about the things that we're going to talk about. It, it brought back feelings of, of, uh, of anger, honestly, and I couldn't really think much about it because it was affecting me. Oh, really? Um, wow. Yeah, I mean, because we're, we're going to be rehashing a lot of stuff that we went through. I mean, there has to be feelings that pop up somewhere, right? It's I mean, okay. Like... It, this can be cathartic. Wait, cathartic it's gonna I'm... be cathartic yes yeah. yeah that's right yeah okay so i'm right yeah um <laughs> it can, it's fine it's fine that's what this is for this is not just us like sitting here shooting the breeze like this is also you know the last episode even though it was mushy mushy like it made me think about like things like past and current so this is good it's mm -hmm. it's good you need to be like introspective so this is it's fine but don't hold on to the anger dan you gotta let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Yes. Um, I, this is gonna be good. So if again, if you do listen to this podcast and you have anything to say about there, any comments, feel free to contact us on our social media outlets to talk about it. It'll be awesome to because there's gonna be a lot of what we're gonna talk about in this particular episode. So I'm just gonna start with it. We uh, arguments that's <laughs> bound to happen, dude. Like people are not gonna agree. I mean, you know, on on various things and. Uh, I wanted to talk about arguments and like how we handle them and and uh, if we have stories about them. I mean, me personally, I hate confrontation. I am mm -hmm. um, not an arguer. I, I grew up in a household where it was like a daily thing, and I I'm I, but that also makes me very very passive, um, which is not good either. So I mean, where do you guys lie on on all this? Uh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. very passive i guess <laughs> well here's the thing i i am i am um so in my last my last relationship is probably going to be the best where i'm going to be plucking a lot of my examples from because it was the longest relationship i had it was a it lasted about seven years so i mean i had a lot of time to go from the honeymoon phase to kind of like okay we're we're okay like we're used to each other to like oh things are now bothering me and in that relationship, like for the first three to, f I would say maybe three, three and a half years, 
we were super trying to make each other happy. The honeymoon phase was still going on. We didn't argue at all, really. I don't, at least I don't recall. And then as time passed, you know, obviously we, we spent a lot of time with each other. We're going to get on each other's nerves. We're going to say things and do things that upset one another. And so much like you being passive, that's what I am. That was, that's not, I shouldn't say am because I think I'm different now, but that's how I was where we would get into an, an argument or we would have a disagreement. And my first instinct was to be a childish little baby boy here and like running away and hiding and not talking and being just, just, just closing up, sealing up myself and not saying a word and just being, and just brood like, I was the best brooder in the world during that time. <laughs> I knew how to brood with the best of them and just sit there just pouty and just ridiculous, which is the worst thing you can do. And I was a full-grown adult, but I was just like, I don't want to deal with this. This is stupid. And that was kind of how I kind of treated an argument back in the day. So for me, arguments never really up, not until like maybe later on in that day or the day after uh, would fester and grow to something where it's like, Okay, now, not a, now, not now. On top of what made you angry and upset in the first place, now you have something else to add on top of it because you refuse to talk about it and discuss. And of course, the number one thing you need to do in a relationship is communicate, and that was something I was not very good at. Mm-hmm. Um. So for me, it's kind of twofold at this point. I don't. I want to say right now that I actually am different, but I'm not really sure if I'm different because it's a different relationship or just because it's new. Um, But usually I um, am quite argumentative. I, there have been relationships where like I absolutely will stand my ground um, even on like the dumbest things. And then there are other ones in in my last relationship, I would just not walk away so I could sulk or pout, but walk away so I wouldn't say something awful because I was actually quite hurt or angry. So I think it's just situational and depends on why you're fighting. Um, I now try to be very, very introspective about like, okay, why am I upset? What is it about this that's upsetting me? Is it actually valid or like, is it just me being scared kind of thing? Um, My last relationship spent a lot of time. We didn't communicate very well. Um, We had quite a bit of an age gap, which, you know, age is just a number, but experience is not. And in this situation, it was experience wise uh, because I was the older person and had dealt with a lot of different things that she had not. So I had a different perspective on how things should be. Um, It doesn't mean that like I was controlling or manipulative or anything, but like um, I'm not a person who's exactly very set in her ways. I will cater to what the other person wants um so when there is something that happens that i don't think that should happen that is where you will be met with like a wall about okay no i can't compromise about this kind of thing um but i you know francis i get like feeling like you would sulk and pout and Mm -hmm. just like shut down I would do something similarly, but it was not in a way to like punish. It was to protect myself because I was in a situation that like nothing else was protecting me. Um, Uh, 
yeah. So it it definitely it it depends. Like I, for me, because of my degree and growing up in the household that I grew up in, where communication was just a very weird thing. Like we didn't we talked, but it was like about basic things and it was superficial almost like we didn't talk about feelings feelings did not exist because feelings were too hard for my grandparents because they were dealing with their own grief so it's it's one of those things where like I had to grow up and figure out how to communicate so I went from screaming and yelling and crying when I would get upset to like now I'm just like I will shut down like instead of lashing out, <clears throat> sorry, but yeah. not to like be mean, but to just calm down a little bit. Yeah. Um, because it's not, I'm not doing these things because I'm abusive. I'm doing these things because it's like an animal. Like I've always felt like I'm backed up into a corner. Mm-hmm. And when you do that to someone, like they just come lash out. So you'll get away. That is what it is. It's not that like I'm actually going to hurt anyone or anything right. like that. It's a lot of bark. So yeah, and, and, yeah, and you and you actually um, brought up a really good point about like upbringing, and I think that's why mm-hmm. when I was talking about my own, you know, uh, sulking and whatnot, it is because you know I grew up in you know I I grew up in a household where, uh, especially with your you know with my parents, your argument is invalid because you're the kid, you know. Yes. Right. Yes. It's, it's, so you sulked. Yeah. So you 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 like I grew up believing that my opinion and my feelings were invalid and that what I had to say, even in this relationship was like, well, it doesn't matter what I have to say because it's so unimportant. All that matters is their opinion. So if, if I'm going to be upset, if they do something wrong to me, like when my ex did something that I didn't necessarily agree with, it's like, well, it doesn't matter whether I agree with it or not because, um, my opinion doesn't matter. And so that translated over into that relationship Again, now, you know, if I were to be in one now, I would hope that because I'm so aware of it and so self-aware of kind of the origins of why I argued the way I did, I'm hoping that as a result, I'll know, okay, dude, just take a step back, take your 10 seconds to kind of collect your thoughts and just say something, anything to kind of express this is how I feel and this is why. You don't have to hash out the argument then and there. But you can at least be like, I need some time to kind of go over this in my head. So here's why we're, this is why I'm upset with you right now. Or this is why I write or whatever. Yeah, there is truth to that. Mm -hmm. That does happen because that's what's happening to me. Mm -hmm. Because I spent my last relationship um, being kind of convinced that I was a certain way when I wasn't. And, um, because of that, like, now I take a step back because I'm trying to make sure that, like, I really wasn't this thing. So it's, it does happen. Like, you will take a step. It's not 100%. There are some times when I fly off the handle, and it's so stupid when I do. It is. But, like, I always come back. And the, the important thing is that you always come back and you explain. You don't excuse why you're acting the way you're acting. You are explaining and you work from it. That is important in any relationship, in any fight. So You know what I, you know what I think? Like, I... I hate when people, I mean, look, the thing is, 
I know we've all heard this phrase, okay? And you know, yeah, and it says like all we have to do is communicate, but you know, it's really not that easy sometimes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and the thing is, you always hear, well, you know, what? you just gotta pick your battles. No. Just pick your pick your battles, or 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 you don't go to sleep angry. I mean, but that's it's, a myth. <laughs> it's not. It's not that simple, dude. Like with the mm-hmm. amount of arguments that I've had mm-hmm. in my in my past marriage, I mean, like I was always going to sleep angry. I I I I mean, we there was one particular argument that was probably the most stupid argument I've ever been in my whole life. We're watching the TV show Friends, and it was the and you guys are familiar. I'm sure you guys are familiar with the show, but yes. <laughs> there was it was the whole Ross Rachel thing, and I said something like, you know, they weren't even they weren't even together. I mean, Ross and Rachel were broken up. Mm-hmm. And then she said, well, no, they were together. And it became a fight. It was like, we're fighting over a sitcom relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, was Ross considered cheating on Rachel because he slept with that girl? Or were they really broken up? And I'm like, that's so stupid. But that's just, it. it's like... We didn't choose that battle, no. you know. There was well, there was obviously some underlying things that went in that in that fight. Yeah, and that's kind of the. Thi- I think that's kind of the next step on on the on the discussion of arguments. Is like if you find yourself arguing over little things, it isn't the argument that's the issue. There is that underlying issue, and yeah. you know, I think that a healthy relationship can have arguments where you don't where those myths become true in the sense of you guys are you know you you have evolved the relationship to a maturity level and to a a level of understanding that you can talk about it and maybe you guys are still angry at the end of the the night but at least you know where you guys are coming from and there isn't this resentment because i think that's the biggest issue with these with a lot of arguments with that underlying bit of well, there's more to where there's more under the surface is there becomes this resentment uh, because it's it's the argument is just a symptom of the of the disease. Mm-hmm. And I honestly do believe that in a good, healthy relationship, you can have a million arguments. <clears throat> that's fine. But it's how you handle those arguments and how you do pick those battles, because not everything is worth an argument. I, I, I do believe that there there are some things that are like, OK, well, you have this wacky belief that. Um, jackalopes are real. I'm not going to argue with you on that, <laughs> that the jackalope is a thing. I'll let you have the jackalope if that's what you want. But it, it, that you have to, I think, it, I think once it goes to the point where an argument leads to something bigger or it leads to something to where it lasts, like, like the anger lasts a long time, that's when counseling is required. That's when you really have to look in, have some introspection and really think about like why am I in this relationship with someone who I can't really stand? <laughs> you know, like uh, why am I doing uh, this to myself? Why am I torturing myself? What's, what's interesting about this is we just touched on probably about four myths in this article that I found today, where it's the like most common things uh-huh. that people think should happen in a relationship okay. and why they're wrong. And some of the myths have validity to them. Like they have an accuracy, like avoiding voicing dissatisfactions early on in the relationship. It has an accuracy of four because like you should be able to to, like talk about things you don't like, but 
um, the successfulness of this depends on the person's communication skills. And a lot of these things, they are myths as to like why they don't, the relationship doesn't depend on it. Like if a relationship was meant to be, it'll just work out. No, that's dumb. The accuracy of this <laughs> is a two because it's not just like, it's not a matter of fate. Like you actually have to work on it. Mm -hmm. Um, so a lot of these things when I'm reading is like, I think one of the highest ones is like couples should have sex X amount of times, like a month, a week, a day, that kind of thing. There is a good deal of accuracy to this because like, yes, you should be frequent with sex, but it also depends on the happiness of the couple. Sure. Wait, so, wait, I want to know how, okay, how frequent though? No. <laughs> I, mean, I want to know. It That's depends. I... It it depends. So and also like going back to like never going to bed angry. This actually is a myth that I cater to because I'm also I'm always like I don't want to do this. But what is more realistic? What I read is that like you can agree on that like you shouldn't go to bed without at least discussing when you're going to continue the conversation. Yeah. And when you're, and that is like communication is important into this and communication does solve a lot of this but what a people what a people what couples don't realize is that communication takes work it's not just like a, a quick band-aid fix like okay well you talk about it the next day and then it's fine and it's over with it's not you actually do have to work with it and to credit you Francis, what you were saying, sometimes it does require counseling and if you guys aren't going to go that extra mile like if you're not going to fix it just talking about a thing mm -hmm. is not going to solve everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's the, I mean, that's something that I think a lot of people, because a lot of people, you know, like we talked about the last time or maybe even the, the time before is, you know, we still hold on to this, this fantasy concept of what love is supposed to be like. You know, we, st we, even though we're logical human beings that know that, Hey, this is a movie or a TV show or a book or whatever we're, you know, whatever we're consuming we still kind of believe like this is how love is supposed to be. Look at all these wonderful couples who never yeah. argue, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, 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 no. You think it's just fate and it's just destined. Yeah. And while you really are like you're meant to be, that doesn't mean that that thing alone is going to keep you together. It requires work it and does. it requires commitment. And Dan, we will get back to the frequency of sex in a later episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm wondering about that for yeah. sure. <laughs> Uh, because yeah, yeah, that's that's an interesting one. That'll definitely be an interesting, especially since you know that also determines of whether or not you you know you have children. If you don't have kids, like that, all there's too many factors at play. It depends on your sex drive. Everyone has a different sex drive, and yeah, like yeah. if you get with someone who has a higher sex drive. For me, for example, I have fairly high sex drive mm -hmm. not even just like i'm ready like i'm doing it all the time but i could probably be coerced into it at any <laughs> point in the day well that's I'm, what i'm saying yeah you know i'm yeah. that kind of person so um that's what i'm saying see, it's, I'm like, it's, it's different factors I'm, yeah see i'm not like me i'm like okay actually no i'll go into that later yeah, let's, 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 uh, let's uh, put it let's put a, a bookmark on that one for <laughs> For a couple episodes from now, because we have we, we have... had to give people a little taste. Yeah, there you go. It was it was a teaser. But yeah, so but here here you go. Like, look, we um you know arguments when you're in love. Uh, oddly enough, it's funny because we were talking about arguments, and you know that this this these uh, series of episodes are when you're in love, and I do find that uh, when you're in love with somebody. 
Um, you don't necessarily you 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 work to avoid arguments in the first place anyway. So like you really because yeah. we're all again we're all trying to put our best foot forward. So at least in the initial beginnings of love, you don't necessarily have a lot, as many arguments as you would until when you have a more settled mm. relationship. But uh, always, but that also means, and I want to bring this up because it also means that you shouldn't ignore things that bother you just because you're in love with a person. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. ha- we have a tendency to kind of like brush it off, brush it off our shoulders and be like, you know what? I can look past this because I'm so in love with this person. It's like no, because it's gonna hurt you later on if you just kind of brush it yeah. off. You really have to to look at it I- and and approach it. I don't think that you should ignore or try to avoid arguments. I think that you should work on resolving them. Because yes. for me, because I'm just like a confrontational kind of person, mm-hmm. they just kind of happen. I have a strong opinion sometimes. So like when you first get into relationships, you do that is one of, that's another one of the myths. Like you just ignore things that you should ignore things that let's say what does it say? I think it's like number 5 or something that um, oh, well, number seven is couples in good relationships don't argue. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, if you're truly happy with your partner, you shouldn't be close to anyone else. Oh, God. Um, ha- yeah, no. <laughs> having a baby will solve your problems. Mm-hmm. Um, that they know what exactly upset you at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, avoiding, like, voicing dissatisfactions. Um, let's see. These are all things that fall into this, like that you should just ignore things, never go to bed angry. You should learn to love your partner's worst qualities. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you can't, if someone has, there's a difference in like something about them that you don't like, like they like a certain TV show mm-hmm. kind of thing, or if they have an actual bad habit, like if they spend a crap ton of money and aren't responsible with that, you should not be ignoring that kind of thing because that is what has created problems for me now. Not that I am bad at this thing, but I get with people who are bad at this thing. Mm-hmm. And so it can it can bring you down. Like so I think a lot of it, it looks it I mean there are there are common things that everyone fights about. Okay. It's gonna be sex, it's gonna be money, and it's gonna be like if you have kids mm-hmm. or like what your timeline, like if you when you should have kids, when you should get married, that kind of thing. So these things everyone fights about, like it's normal. Mm-hmm. But that is something that you should recognize that people actually do argue that it's not That's part of a we, normal, healthy we relationship. Fall, the problem is, is we fall into these myths where we're like, you shouldn't argue so yeah. early on. Even though you should do this, yeah. you know, you shouldn't be having like all out brawls, like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. breaking things and like I don't know, I don't yeah. know how people fight. But yeah, I mean, it was saying on here like uh, over time and after years of problem solving, couples in good relationships should argue less, which I agree. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you, you'll have yeah, an understanding. Absolutely. Of each other. Yeah, but you're still going to. Oh yeah, yeah. stuff's it's, gonna piss you off. That's, People that's have bad days, guys. Sure, and and again, it's a, it's a, as you get to know the person and learning how to again, if it's if it's something worthwhile for sure, uh, you want to kind of. Adapt. You're going to adapt, and again, like we were talking about last week, the 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 seven or was it last week? But the seven or three year itch or whatever. Um, yeah. We we will change over time, and and long in long term relationships, we will change, and our new arguments will appear, and new things will happen. You have you always have new things to argue about because the reality of life is that like there is never really a solution to anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like a 
almost like a band-aid to getting to the next that's that's kind of how life works right like you think oh well if I have more money then my problems will go away well no like you're just gonna spend it on something else like that's the fucking reality of it like oh yeah no for sure yeah yeah it's it's that kind of thing like it's we we everyone kind of exists within this if then kind of statement situation Mm -hmm. um and a lot of our relationships fall into that too. And we kind of like expect these kind of things out of people. Like if they do this, then this wouldn't happen. And that's why you end up fighting because you think, well, if they only listen to me more, then we wouldn't fight. But you also have to realize part of that onus is on you too. Sure. So it's a two way street. It's always a two way yeah, street. Yeah, it's a two way street. But you know, in order to even argue though, like I want to be in love first. Um, <laughs> and um, I have, you know, uh, especially since the the divorce, which is a while ago, it was a while ago, you know, I've, I've been divorced for quite some time. Um, haven't been in a relationship since. Um, That's good. Take time for you. Take yeah, well, I'm at that point. Well, I've taken my time for me. Um, I have taken plenty of time for me. And I'm like, I'm ready to move on to have time for another person. And I Francis have... is ready to mingle, ladies. <laughs> I am ready to, to mingle. Listen to this voice. Uh, and, but during that time of being single, I will admit that I didn't necessarily fall in love with some people, but I did have very strong feelings towards women who never returned the feelings back. Oh, unrequited. Yes. Um, I am very familiar with this in the sense of... <laughs> I yeah well look look I, I'm so sorry I shouldn't laugh I'm familiar with it too but I just I always think it's funny when people get like I don't know I'm I'm super familiar with it because yeah. I get crushes all the time but I yeah I'm, and I'm I'm very, I'm very um like I don't know how to pr- Okay, so let me just say this. In my last relationship, I was very smooth. Like, I knew what I was doing. I knew how to... I was very good at, quote-unquote, courting, or whatever we call it nowadays. I was very good at it. Nowadays, I'm just a fumbling idiot. Uh, I do not know how to attract a girl. I don't know how to... um, Anything a girl, really. Uh, (laughs) Anything a girl. Just anything. (laughs) Insert verb here. I don't know how to do any of that with, with any woman. And, you know, I, I do love the comment where you'll where I'll hear, oh, but you're such a great catch. Why does it why? Why is it not happening? Oh, why? And it's always from the girl that I like. It's like, oh, I don't know. I mean, girl who I am interested in, why I don't have any girl interested in me. You tell me why it's not happening. Does she know that you're interested, though? Yes. I'm... I mean, it could be like me. I'm an idiot. So I'm, I'm not an idiot. I'm just clueless to these things. Um, <laughs> I've no, I've been, I, I, when it came to, uh, when it came to, to uh, showing my uh, attraction or my interest, I wasn't shy about it, which is probably a problem too. You, I should probably be more smooth about it and be like, yeah, ladies, hello, you know, whatever. I mean, I don't know, but, uh, I'm fairly so certain you're a, you're a catch to her, but not the type of catch that she wants. That's yeah. usually when people bring up that that phrase that I hate oh. the most. Which one is that? Friend zoning. Oh, oh, well, we'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. Because um, there is, uh, you know, there's uh, there's a lot of memes out there about this whole concept of um, 
of unrequited love. Now, I don't know, Dan, have you ever had as an as the other dude on the show? Because I think I know it happens both both genders, but I want I want to hear if you, Dan, have ever experienced the unrequited. Yeah, fuck me. We don't need to talk to me. Oh, we're gonna I'm get to you because you've already <laughs> we'll get to you in a second. It's just... No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> No, um, honestly, uh, like I said, I, you know, I, I, I don't really have much time for like, uh, I don't really have much time where I'm single. Um, if, if there's someone who just catches my own, my, my attention, I, I kind of go all out like at the very beginning and, and, um, I, I haven't really had much experience with that. Do, do you know how do you discur- have a high success rate then? Is that what you're saying? Apparently. Do you know how discouraging I, that is? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so far, 100% success rate. Thank you very much. I think no, you no, talked to I the mean, wrong person, Francis. I, I think I did too. <laughs> no, I, I, I just don't. I mean, the thing is like, the thing is like, for example, like I, and I, I think this is what it is. It's that. Like I kind of can, I, I'm real good at detecting whether I have like a chemistry with someone, um, and I, I think chemistry is like really, really important. And if I could see that like very, very early, um, and this will probably go into some of the bad dates that we're gonna go into later, um, yes. where there was no chemistry and it was like, dude, I gotta get the hell out of here. Um, but once I see there's something that I go all in, and then like I think I, I don't really have, and it takes a lot for me to get interested in someone because i because I, I look at myself and i say okay you know i throw my feelers out there like okay i'm really i'm, I'm a big nerd you know I, I i play video games this many times a day you know uh i goof you're around smart a lot. about this mm-hmm. yeah so you, and, you go after people that are i hate this too like in your league quote unquote i hate that too because i think it's stupid but it what i mean is like you go after people who align with your same Principle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, for, yeah. I mean, like, I'll I'll find someone and and then like and just in the discussion, and like I'll throw something out there. Like one big thing, and I, I don't know. Do we are we talking about turnoffs anywhere? Uh we should. In, I mean, we'll get to it at some point. Uh, I think. Oh, we should. Yeah, I think that's um, a, that's okay. A so this can probably we can probably bring this up in, sure. in the whole chemistry thing. Turnoffs. Like mm-hmm. if if I will know for sure if if someone cannot hold an intellectual conversation. Mm-hmm. If they can't, if they're like, you know, like, oh my gosh, did you see that thing on the news? And they're like, whoa, what, what, what? And I'm like, oh no, okay, you don't know what I'm talking about. You haven't watched it or read anything about news for about seven months. Then, I'm, I'm okay with that. Well, <laughs> we're not, no, we're, I'm not gonna. I can't deal with that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I want someone who wants, who knows stuff, like, mm-hmm. you know, and I can have a, 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 a intellectual conversation with and. And and you can tell that from the very beginning, you know, with someone like, yeah. you know, yeah. that's something you already know. And um, I just have to know there's some type of chemistry there. Like, and if there's any bit, then I'll dive deeper. So I'm very, very like methodical. And I'm like, okay, I think this is going to work. I'm going to go all in. I don't just say, oh, God, that girl's hot or whatever. I'm going to go after this girl. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't work that way with me. Yeah. So I yeah. kind of like really, really pick and choose. Which is the smart, you know, yeah, I mean, right. And it looks like it's it's really worked out for you. And I, I, I thought I had discerning tastes, I mean, or not discerning tastes, but I thought I was much more um, aware, I guess, of, of such things. But um, it has. But you I've, also can't help who you're attracted to. Yeah. Like, it just happens. Yeah. And sometimes it's someone that's not going to work out for you, and sometimes it is. Like, yeah. 
I, I think that that just happens. I don't think, and, and what I said was not something to like say, Francis, you're fucking up. <laughs> like, and, and Dan has it figured out. Like right. he has it figured out for himself. Yeah. And it it takes work. I'm not the kind of person that actually pursues anyone. Um, <laughs> yeah. That so that's probably why like I don't really know what this is like. Um, I don't. I. Look, I would love to live in a world where yeah. a woman would pursue me. That'd be awesome. Like that's a that's a world no, I'd like to live in. No, you don't always want this. No, no, not always. Me. Not always, but once would be nice. Once would be nice. You know. I'm sure. I'm sure it would happen. It just depends. Like, dude, you know, it probably you know, it probably happens, Francis. You didn't even notice it. Ah, oh, geez, not this again. Well, I mean, you're probably one hundred percent. Or, right. or you weren't. Yeah, or you weren't interested. Like this yeah. happens both ways. Yeah. Like, and that is my thing. Where like I, you know, I'm like I never know if this is happening. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, it's because I'm not interested. Yeah. So, but like, I, yeah, I, I just, I have a particular type of person that I will gravitate to, and it's almost, almost always bad. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I now have to correct myself when saying that because, mm-hmm. like, my current situation actually is good. So, right. um, Which is I, bad, yeah. I was trying to think, and I think that there's only like one situation where I actually liked someone and kind of pursued them Mm -hmm. and did not get the girl. Um, So, and as it shouldn't have been because I was being catfished. So, Oh geez. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) sure. Yeah. (laughs) So, Hey, it's a bad thing. It happens to people. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it happens to me. So it did happen to me. Um, But yeah, like I, I think like, with situations like this where it's unrequited it sucks and it kills your confidence because like i said like you can't help who you're attracted to you can't help yeah and and that (sighs) it's definitely not a confidence booster that's for sure Um... no but unfortunately it does suck like when you're like you get told well i'm just this great person and i would be perfect to date and that kind of thing by someone that you (laughs) want to date and they don't want to date you. Yeah. It's confusing, but really what that boils down to is that you are good. You are your catch. You're wonderful. You are. They're just not attracted You're... to you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's And that's all it is. Yeah. And it sucks, but that's not something you can fix. Like... No, no. I, I, I appreciate that. You know, I, I appreciate that. Um, and, you know, it's funny because uh, – I, I'm huge on this. Like, this is my topic. This is the topic I love to talk about. Um, relationships, love, sex, all this stuff. I love this this uh, this uh, concept or the, the, the ideas and the topics that we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. I, I dig it. I love it. And so, you know, some of that involves, like, kind of digging deep into um, – not to, I don't want to say it's a subculture, but for like con- concepts that normally don't make it to the surface. For instance, you know, there's a group of people who believe that they'll never have anybody. Uh, the forever aloners, you know. Um, I used to think that. Yeah. Uh, I can't put myself into that category because I've had relationships in the past and I and people have found me attractive. So I'm not really like putting myself in that scenario. But like in my head, it's like statistically, you know, at some point, not everyone's going to get 
you know, there, there is going to be that person who just never gets with anybody ever again, or there's going to be that person who just either keeps missing those opportunities. Like just that statistically speaking, it's, it can happen. And so I try to use that type of terrible, terrible logic to, to give myself a little peace at night saying, well, maybe you're just a number in which, well, you happen to be that really rare number of no one's ever going to like you in that way. And you're just going to have to live with that fact. And it's not the end of the world because like we honestly, and this does go back to like us being conditioned to think that this is what we're supposed to have. But at the same time, it's, you can't, you know, I don't want to invalidate the fact or the thought that, well, it is something that I would like to have. Um, it was, it, it's something right, that I would exactly. want and that in is my different. life. Yeah. And it, it's not like, I'm not desperate for it. I'm not like, you're right. I, I'll live to see tomorrow if I never get no, into No, but you're ready. Again. And it's yeah. not, it's not a, it's not a, a requirement mm-hmm. for you right now, mm-hmm. but it's a want. And that mm-hmm. is important yeah. that it's not like a dependency. And so that is good. Like yeah. you're in a good place now. So like you could find someone now. Yeah. Like I'm receptive to the idea and mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, res- I understand that, um, that, It'll happen like not that it'll happen, but that, you know, I that feelings will evolve, that feelings will happen to some at some point for somebody that necessarily won't be returned. And much like Dan, you know, like in my younger years, I was kind of like I was kind of like Dan. We're like, well, pff, well, that relationship was fun. Um, oh, look here. Look over here. <laughs> like, here's someone else who's super cool. Like, not that you I'm not, just I, not I, that you, I don't think I was like that. No, no. But I'm saying like I'm oversimplifying. Like, I don't think you were a pimp or anything like, yeah, a player or anything like that. But you were able to find yourself in scenarios where like, OK, well, this didn't quite work out. You know, a certain amount of time passed. Oh, wait, here's this other really amazing person who I'd like to have a thing with. And it happens. Um, but yeah, okay, so let's go ahead um, and talk about, because you brought it up. Uh, oh, no, no, I want to know. Um, oh, no, we did talk about it. We did talk about your unrequited, um, your catfishing as well. Um, so, Dan, yeah. You, that was it. About, that yeah. was it. <laughs> you were talking about, um, what is it, turnoffs. You want to elaborate on that? Yeah, okay. I mean, turn okay, turnoffs. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's important, you know, to have, like, I mean, I can't really, I mean, I, I stress the importance of, like, like, chemistry you know um and i've i've been in like many like like dates or bad dates where it's like you know i have a certain kind of sense of humor it's not very funny to, to many people but it's if, if if i if the conversation is like dead and, and it, it can't be intellectual conversation or i mean there was one particular um date that i went on and uh she Okay, she uh, it involved dancing, and and that's already like a that's a scary thing for me because one I I love to dance I I love it and um, if someone can't dance and they look like they're they don't know whether they're dancing to the words or the rhythm, it's like I shut off like. Oh, I love like teaching people how to dance. That's a I, turn I, I on can, for me. I can't. I no, but no, no, no. I understand that part, but this person talked like they were straight from like Dancing with the Stars, and they and, were, oh. and they were just like, I don't know what is happening, and it was throwing me off. No. And I was like, if we're not, you know, because there's that weird myth. You've heard that myth, right? Where it's like, if they know how to dance, that means they know how to, you know. I mean, you've heard that, right? 
Well, their love language is different in the bedroom. That's what you mean. Yeah. Yes. Love. yes. Wow, that yes. is a good phrase right there, <laughs> love language. Thank yeah. you. Sometimes yes. I have them. <laughs> but, but yes, I mean that. Like I, I, I kind of shut off from that. And I know it, it sounds pretty like shallow for you know because no. it's like I, I, I just feel that like it's like. If there's it's a compatibility things, issue for you. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it has to be that way. Like it's just like okay, it doesn't. It's not gonna, not gonna work. You know. I, I don't think. And it all was. It was going into, snowballing into one thing where I started looking for more things to like not like. Yeah. No. That happens once you find one, you start looking for the rest of them. Yeah. It's just. I mean, and those are like. But big turn on, I mean, was, I mean, is the sense of humor. It's the, you know, like, oh my gosh, she's funny. She goes back and forth with me. We can like joke and stuff and, and all the others, all the, all those other things. And, um, I, I, that for me is like, I guess like the biggest turn off I would say. And, and that's why I, I don't really like date much. It's cause like those weird, like, I really like this girl. I think she's cool, but now we're going to go dancing and I'm afraid that something's going to happen where I'm not going to be into this girl. Anymore. Yeah. Like, that's it, kind of like where I, I am with that like I mean and I ha and I, I don't like I said since I don't like really hop into like you know like date around much like I don't have lots of examples of many bad dates but the ones that I've, I've been on just because like you know hey my, you know you should meet this person because they're great or this person or whatever the one those kinds of I've been attracted you know attached to those never went well ever yeah you know so I mean, that's my experience with that. Okay. I think those are fair. I don't I don't think that there's anything wrong with what you said. I mean, you're not, like, reducing someone to their physical self, which is an actual attraction. Physical attraction is a valid turn on or turn off. Of course, um, of course. Yeah. Some people totally take it to extremes, though. Um, but, like, uh, I mean... Well, how how important how important is it on a scale of one to ten? How important is the looks? So for, for me, yeah, okay. For... So me being physically attracted to someone is based on other things. Okay. So me, I can become more physically attracted to a person if their other personality quality qualities line up. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Good. But like, I mean. Do I ever just look at someone and I'm like, they're hot? Or I look at someone else and I'm like, they're not. Sure, all yeah. the time. I'm not dead. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't weigh, that's like an initial kicker for me. And then whatever you do, whatever you say or do after the point that I'm like, oh, you're actually really hot. Let me pay attention to you. Whatever you say or do after that point can turn that back a lot. So that is the danger there. Um, for me, on a scale of 1 to 10, initially, how attractive do you need to be? Does it matter? It's probably about a 7. What about you, Francis? I agree uh, in the sense of someone can be physically attractive um, based off of, well, partially based off of their personality. 
Um, I have dated people in the past where my friends are like, why are you with this person? They're not that attractive. And I'm like, why are you saying that to me first? And B, Fuck off. yeah, like <laughs> I, I, I find them attractive, obviously. Like I wouldn't, they wouldn't be with me or I wouldn't want to date them if I didn't think that at all. Uh, so yeah, I mean, for me quite often, and, and I can, I can look, I'm not, um, I'm not so blind that I can't tell whether or not a person at what scale of their attractiveness is maybe to the outside world. I can appreciate that. But at the same time, I don't care because they're attractive to me and I find them beautiful and I find them attractive. So for, for the initial, yes, uh, initial, um, uh, I I have seen, like I have looked at people and be like, Oh, hello. Hi. (laughs) Why aren't you a, lovely lady or whatever and creep them out when i say that out loud to their face (laughs) um and um yeah and then it all goes downhill from here oh i'm beginning to see why i'm single um yeah so i would you know i could i could definitely tell and then i you know especially if it if it's an event like a like a convention or somewhere where we have something in common their attractiveness has already gone up because we're somewhere where we share already some common interests it's not like i just saw them yeah, as long as I, it's not like I just saw them at the supermarket and like, oh yeah, she's pretty. Okay, like I can, I like, you know, like, like, yeah, like uh, the major <laughs> saying, I can do that. I can look and say, hey, this girl over here is attractive. But meh, whatever. Like, mm. but yes, for me, um, if, uh, as as I get to know a person and as I become more and more attracted to them, yes, the tur- the turn on of looks becomes higher and higher and higher and higher, <laughs> to the point where what it's about- like, yes, what. What yes. about this? Okay, and we did talk. We we did talk briefly about turnoffs, and I'd mentioned this in like different show, the past shows. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any deal breakers? Where like, yeah, you can get past some turnoffs and deal with it, but do you guys have like an absolute like deal breaker? Like, no way, I can't get past that. Yes. Oh yeah, tons. <laughs> I have. Two big ones that just came into my head like immediately. Mm-hmm. Okay. One might sound silly. Um, so the first one is is honesty. If I at all think that you're lying, or if I catch you lying, that is it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Before I had been very like you know just I would be understanding. Everyone lies. Everyone does lie. I'm not talking about white lies where you're like, oh, yeah, I love that TV show just for the sake of trying to catch someone's attention. That's not what I'm talking about. If I catch you in big things, like, that's it. And I will catch you. So, like. <laughs> and I will find you. Um, and I will kill you. No. <laughs> I will kill you. I have a particular set, set of skills. skills. <laughs> um, you would not believe that is the second time this week I've made that reference. <laughs> like, well, it's an awesome reference. Yeah. Um. So, honesty, that kind of thing to me is like, that's a that's a big deal breaker. Like, and I, like I said, I've been very, very just like because I didn't have any confidence, and I let really bad people just come in and wreck me. That. Like now I absolutely, if I think you're lying, that's it. I cut you off. Mm -hmm. And this, I mean, that's with my friends too. The second one, which probably doesn't seem as serious is that you cannot be allergic to cats. If you are allergic to cats, (laughs) I can't because like, I can't like, I can't get rid of them. Like I've had them for over a decade. I've had one of them since he was a baby. I bottle fed him. Like, I'm not going to do that. Like, 
So, you know, some people are like, if they don't like kids, that's a turnoff. Like, if you can't accept my pets, that's what I have because I don't have children. So, like, you have to you have to like them. And if you lie about it, you're in double oh, trouble. <laughs> like, well, that makes because, sense. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that those are like those are my number two. Uh, third one that just popped in. I <laughs> tend to attract girls who um, are wanting to experiment. Like oh, they've yeah. never they've never had a girlfriend before, kind of thing. Um, as soon as I figure out that that's what is happening, like I'm I'm out. So for very good reason, sure. Yeah, that makes a lot yeah. of sense. Those are those are probably my top three. But honesty is like number one, and that's even with my friends. Like people have bad days; they don't always tell the truth. I'm guilty of this too. But like, if you're just like lying on top of lying on top of lying, I don't have time for that. Like, yeah. if you can't be honest with me, then we have nothing. Yeah. So I think that's a. Yeah, I mean, I think that should. Hopefully, that's a given for most people. <laughs> I hope that honesty is. You'd uh, be surprised. Okay. There are a lot of people that have shallow relationships that don't care. I've dated tons of them. No, so, no. where honesty was not something they care, cared about. And, like, I mean, it does happen. It's really crappy. Yeah. Um, <coughs> yeah. I mean, I think having, you know, when, when having a conversation with somebody and all of a sudden, just no matter what, they just aren't willing to listen to anything you you have to say because I understand people have strong opinions about stuff. I complete I respect that people have very strong opinions about a lot of things, but to be to the point where you can't at least have a decent discussion about something, uh, even if it's ne- necessarily something you agree with, I think is a big turnoff for me. Um, like you get shut down. Yeah, you just like get a, shut down. And you and you get made like to feel bad about what your opinion is, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I hate that. That that will totally like that brings out a fight in me. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It, it's a yeah, big totally deal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because it's important to be able to to have your, if not validated, just at least respected your your opinion about stuff or your thoughts on things. It, ch- it challenges like who you are. Mm-hmm. Like it, it almost harbor. It almost comes up on like you know you being stupid because you think that thing or you like that well, thing. Yeah. And yeah, no, I totally get that. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, the honesty thing, I, I agree with. I mean, it, it's it's tough because. Um, I haven't, you know, we're about, I think we're about to talk about bad dates, but I haven't been on a lot of dates. And again, I have a lot of the unrequited stuff. So it's like, I don't get to a point with a lot of people where I can recall like, oh yeah, uh, this is a thing I think is a terrible turnoff. Um, mostly, mostly because I haven't had too much experience with it, uh, as of late. So it's a little harder for me to kind of think of a list of things. That I'm like, yes, no, this can't be a thing. And, and a lot of it's kind of on the surface too. Like I, I don't want someone who's just like a, I don't know, like obvious stuff. Like you're an alcoholic. Okay. No, <laughs> or whatever. Like, I guess yeah. it's all obvious stuff or like, Hey, you're a chain smoker. Uh, no. First I kiss someone who smokes and I think it's disgusting. <laughs> it's the grossest thing I've ever had to do. Um, so yeah, like there's things like that where I understand like, okay, there's, there's, there's um, a lot of surface stuff that I feel like, okay, we can't do that. But anything that's deep rooted, I haven't really, I don't know yet. Uh, mostly because I don't think I've ever met anyone where they have such a th- there's an aspect of them that's so like oh that's 
that's how you are? Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to move on. Yeah. I, have, I haven't really experienced that quite yet. So, But I am curious about, uh, you know, talking about bad dates uh, because I'm guessing <laughs> that, that is goes hand in hand with the turnoffs, right? Oh, man. God, bad dates. <laughs> uh, come on, Dan. You brought it up. You go ahead and get us started on this one. <laughs> Oh no! I mean, like you know, I I, I haven't had like many like you know bad dates. And, like I said, because it was just I haven't had. Uh, I just, when I find someone who I'm really interested in, um, I I go all in and like you know, and I, it's methodical. Um, so, I was just curious from like your guys' perspectives because like I I'm, I love hearing <laughs> stories of like bad dates. I love you know that old that show was that Love Connection. Oh yeah, sure. With, um, Chuck Woolery, or even what's that one? Called? Blind Date, that sure. one well, we where have... they just had you. You'd watch like the just the bad like oh my god this is terrible. He's like you you want to look away but you can't because you want to just see the train wreck. You know like <laughs> that, yeah. That's I, I want to yeah. hear that's kind of happening that's now though. I... You know you see that in The Bachelor. You know what I mean? Like there's these shows still where there's these kind of obscure dating. Like, they're not obscure, but there's these like really aggrandized dating shows. Like The Bachelor, or like you know, like they're these sh- where you get to see, you know, they're in it for love. Like, okay, sure, you're in it for love on television, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> like that's a fine, that's a fine thing. But I mean, I had a really quick question for you, Dan. Like, so you're telling me that, well, how often did you ever get the the the, the wrong impression about someone that you were interested in? Like, has is your in other words, is your win rate, quote unquote, win win rate higher than your loss rate? In regards to, like, um, hey, I, I'm interested in this person, I know, blah, 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 and it actually turned into something, or... Well, you know, a lot I, a lot of the times, though, the thing is, like, yeah, you, you might have chemistry with someone. Mm-hmm. You might have, like, a lot of chemistry with someone, and it sounds good, but then you find out that person has somebody. Oh, geez, so, yeah, sure. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> that, that, I think that was, like, you know, that, I think that was, like, I happened, like, many times, where it's, like, you know, it's just the timing of it, dude. It's just, okay, then... Can, can yeah, I've, been, I've, I've had things where it's like I, you know, I've had, um, you know, like I was into somebody, but they were with someone, and then you know I just it just kind of just disappeared, and like you know maybe a year or two later, um, they were single, but then I was with someone. It's just it, it just it's just kind of a, Timing. a thing. But then again, it's not me dating around. It's like this one person. I'm like I'm into that person, and mm-hmm. it kind of just stays in the back of my head. Like you know, if we were only single at the same time, it will work. You know. Um, but yeah, like I, I mean, it, it. I guess it, it just takes a lot for me to really put myself out there that you know I want to be with you. Yeah. And then once I get there, there's like this point of like no return, you know. Um, and so I far, just, I just, yeah. And so far, that's been uh, a fairly, fairly high success rate. Then you know, if you if you you put yourself out there, and then apparently it turns into a relationship. Yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, well, I, is it I, a high success rate just because of? that he landed them or I mean to me it would be a high success rate if the relationships were successful if you have a tendency to actually get the girl over and over again that's one thing but if you're not actually getting the girl you're just getting a girl Mm -hmm. to me that's that's a different thing so you can cut him down with that Francis no there you go (laughs) (laughs) I just (laughs) Look, okay, I, look, I'm not like the way that I don't want this to sound like I'm like, oh man, I can just get all these different girls. That's not. <laughs> so that's far, that's not what I'm getting from this, this day. That, that's, that's what I'm what, getting. Not, and that I is hope what that's you're not, saying. 
No, I mean that I'm not saying like, you know, uh, I'm just saying when there is someone that it takes a lot for me to be interested in somebody. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then so because I get real, I'm real picky with that where it's like, I don't know if that's going to, yeah, it probably won't work. And then I stop immediately like, okay, that's not going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. So when it gets to a threshold where I'm like, I'm interested in someone and I go after someone, um, you know, then it depends on like, you know, well, is that person with someone? Then again, I, then I shut down from that point. Like, okay, then that's not going to work. You know, it's, it's not me just like, yeah, you know, that girl. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm, I got that girl. It's not that at all. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I know who I am and like what I have to put on the table, yeah. you know, like this is who I am and this is what I'm about. And if you can't deal with it, then we're probably not going to work out. You know, so you I have a lot of like mm -hmm. things in the past that I have to deal with, like with, from the, the abuse as a kid and from, you know, all kinds of other things that anxiety, depressions, if I know for some reason they can't deal with that, that's already like, okay, we, it's not going to work. So you're introspective and you bring it to the table for dating. And that is smart because you don't want to waste your time. And you don't want to waste somebody else's time. That's, and I'm older yeah. now. Right. So it's like, it's, I, I don't have much, you know, uh, you know, I, I don't have time to fool around. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that you know you kind of nip it before it becomes a thing. In other words, you you actually yeah. end it before it gets to a point where you have to either break it off or it becomes a bad date or becomes a bad relationship. For the most part, you're able to kind of gauge it before it it, it gets you know before you have to break it off in general. So I mean that's really good. Um, yeah. So I guess then, major, your turn. <laughs> bad dates i guess because apparently dan doesn't do that whole thing oh and by the <clears> way um for uh turnoffs uh, uh if they're in a relationship thank you dan for that one that's a major turn yeah off if they're in a relationship <laughs> yeah. yep that, anyway. that is one go ahead um so i've had a i've had a couple i am kind of like dan where like i don't I don't really date a whole lot. Like I haven't been on like a ton of dates, but there was a period um, where like I had gotten out of a really long relationship and I had been in that relationship through most of my twenties. So I was older and I was figuring out like what it is that I really like wanted, even though like I'm not the kind of person that like falls in love really. I just wanted something that was safer I guess you would say than what I had dealt with so I got on OkCupid and um, I think Match.com and I had a couple like dates with a few girls um, which is kind of bad in the city that I was living in because it's not a particularly huge college town and Basically, all the lesbians know each other. Um, so I did end up going on one date, and then two weeks later, found out I was on a date with her ex. So that was fun. Um, so the first one, um, and I don't mind if people talk about things that they love. I, I actually love that because I love whenever I'm attracted to someone, like I love seeing how like that passion come out of someone, even if it's not something I'm interested in this particular thing, I actually do have a common interest with, but we had had some really weird conversations leading up to it and it wasn't ever clicking. So I was very hesitant on going on a date anyway, 
but like you kind of have to meet someone to make that solid decision I suppose so we were at um, a restaurant and I was there and she showed up 45 minutes late Um, she said that her car had broken down okay that's fine Um, we talked and we started to eat and, or started to order. And she said that she didn't, she wasn't hungry because she accidentally ate earlier. (laughs) Um, I was just reading something about like bad dates. And, um, one of the things on here was a guy who said he accidentally ate. So apparently that is a thing. Um, I don't even, how does that even happen? Because they didn't want to go on the date to begin with. So like, she decided to just order I think she ordered like five drinks and started talking about Pokemon that is all she wanted to talk about and what really and and that's fine because I love Pokemon I do I play Pokemon Go I, I love it okay I do um but she was like if you just if you could describe yourself in a Pokemon (laughs) <laughs> this was, by the way, this is so far ago this was before, like, the new ones came out. So this is, like, original Pokemon, okay? Um, where there were, like, only three evolutions. Um, mm. So I was, like, so I just picked my favorite one, which happens to be Eevee, because Eevee is so versatile when she, or it, grows, like, when it evolves. And before I could answer, she was like, I want you to understand that this, your answer will make or break this relationship. And I was like, wow. I was like, wow. <laughs> I just kind of looked at her and I giggled because I was like, I wasn't aware that we had a relationship. And she was like, <laughs> we've been dating for three months now. Dun, dun, dun. We had been talking to each other for three months mm-hmm. on Yahoo Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> We were not officially dating. And I hadn't realized this, but she was so upset with me because I had said something about, like, awkward dates, and I had gone on an awkward date a month before. So in her head, I admitted I was cheating. Oh, my gosh. Because she brought that up later, too. But so I answered, you know, like, trying to not be awkward and continue the conversation. And I was like, Evie, because, and she cut me right off. She was like, that is the most simple, boring answer ever. Oh she gosh. dumped out one of her drinks directly onto my food and walked out. <gasps> well, um, I think we, <laughs> I think we could move on from the topic from here, because I don't think any, that, there's nothing that beats that. I, I, I oh, my gosh. So, like, a couple of weeks later, I went out with her ex because I didn't realize it. I didn't know. And we had found out, like, through, we're actually friends now. We're not dating compatible, but we're friends. But that's just something that just kind of happened. And we were talking, and I was like, God, I'm so glad this date is normal. Like, she's like, yeah, we're really getting along. She's like, I don't know if it's, like, romantic, though. And I was like, me either. I was like, but let me tell you about the last date I had. (laughs) And within finishing, like, up into the Eevee thing, like, she knew exactly who it was. Oh, my gosh. So, so, yeah, I did. (laughs) I've been on, I've been on a couple worse ones. I've been on one where, like, it went really well for the other person Mm -hmm. and not for me, and they stayed outside of my house for a couple hours. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, so I, when I tell you I attract a particular type, 
I ain't lying, guys. Uh, yeah. Current, present company excluded, because I know she'll listen to me, listen to this. <laughs> so, present company excluded. Um, but yeah, like, oh, I do. I track crazy, like white on rice, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, not even funny. Yeah. I I don't know that, that Pokemon that. That's the best that, story ever. Yo, really. Eevee is cute. No, no, no. Eevee's awesome. Yeah. And diverse. Like, but the, but to, to, didn't even give me a chance to finish. But just to, <laughs> yeah, but to to hang an entire quote unquote relationship based on your Pokemon type, bruh. Is... They thought she thought we had been dating for three months. Yeah, yeah that's, that's... Uh, Yahoo Messenger is serious. That's... No yeah, one told yeah. me. We weren't even friends on Facebook. No one told me. You didn't even change oh, your status on God. Facebook to, to. I don't even get like I don't. I've been asked to be like a girlfriend maybe like maybe once in my life like it was always an assumed kind of thing but we actually like went and did stuff together and we're together a lot so it was a comfortable assumption yeah. this i just laid eyes on you <laughs> and you were late like <laughs> yeah yeah that is just i yeah i don't i don't even know how to so um, if you want on. any more bad date stories, just message me at fan drunk pod. <laughs> I was going to say, Twitter, and I will tell you billions. I was going <laughs> to say we could, uh, you could be an entire episode on this. Cause I don't much like you both. I don't, I don't date. So I don't really have anything to contribute to this particular conversation. It was really like a, it was like a six month period mm -hmm. where I was actually single. That was, so there have been two points in my life where I'd been single for about six or seven months. Most recently was, just this past year or two and like this this time i was like i ain't dating i'm doing shit because i know what's waiting for me so like, Wait, that, um, that's a good question but, i'm curious what's the longest you guys have been so six months is the longest you've ever been single seven and a half months is the longest i've ever been single in my adult life right. like when i was younger i would say like prior to 20s yeah i'm um, years yeah. okay okay <laughs> Yeah, but I would say actually prior to like yeah, prior to twenty, yeah, I'd been I would I would stay single. I would date like have boyfriends or girlfriends, but it was never anything like serious. But you had um, somebody. Yeah, but it wasn't. I mean, it was like we just watched TV together. It wasn't. <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's friends with benefits ish sure. kind of thing. Um, but yeah, early in college, no, and then. I had a relationship that lasted for six months and then I was, no, actually I was single for a year and a half before I started dating someone else after that. Okay. And Dan, yeah. what was yours? What was the longest you'd been single for before you, between relationships? Gosh, I mean, probably, I would say like, I guess I don't know, maybe like maybe a few months, I guess. <laughs> Well, I win. You're just a serial. <laughs> you're you're no, yeah, because like a monogamist. I, I mean, yeah, that, I, I, there's nothing wrong with that. I yeah, oh, but you know, I did I, I did remember one. Okay, I, <laughs> I do remember one other date that I actually wanted to. Yes. Okay, there. Okay, there was okay. One, it started off really bad. One, I I wanted to get like a. Uh, I got like a new outfit just for this date. I was like, why do we want to impress this girl? Yeah. And then I, uh, I, I I got to the restaurant and I still had like the sign that said like extra large on my pants. Like the sticker was still like on there. Um, 
I like how it was a sign at first. <laughs> that was like that. That was not good. Uh, and uh, that wasn't really the bad. I mean, that was embarrassing. It was kind of a funny kind of thing. But one thing I noticed with this, and I thought it was she was just it was just a weird like quirk of of, of you know of her, but she used like sound effects way too much in conversation. <laughs> Where and and, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm going to elaborate. Okay, so I'll ask her. I'd asked her. Okay, so um, what'd you do today? She's like, oh my gosh, I was so tired. And like my, my alarm went off and it was like, eh, 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 eh. Oh and, my God, no. And, and then I, and then I, I, I was like, oh, I didn't want to wake up. So I hit snooze. And then like a car drove by. It was a real loud car. Like, and then, and then she's like, but then I was like, you know what? I'm up now. Thank you, car. So I went to go, you know, get my coffee and I opened my fridge and I had to like you know grind my beans, and I'm like, oh my god! In my it's head, like, I'm like, it's like dating Robin Williams or something. It was at first, it was like, oh, this is this is funny, but then I'm like, oh my god, this is everything doing... has a sound now. Please stop. Every single thing had a sound. <laughs> sounds, uh, things that don't need to have sounds, they were given sounds in the conversation. So I'm like, I have got to get out of this place. Um, and then, yeah, and then she did this thing where, you know, I'm like, yeah, you know, at, at the end of the night, I'm like, okay, you know, I, I, I was like, okay, you know, I have to go. I'm sorry. You know, like this thing came up, you know, that, that discussion. And I'm like, so how did it go? I'm like, you know, we should totally, you know, hang out again. I threw that out there, you know, like I threw that out there and she was like, cool. And she wears glasses, right? So she made the word cool with two hands and her glasses. <gasps> Um, oh so, goodness, she'd be perfect for my brother, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, she, yeah, she made like one hand was a C, the two glasses were the two O's, and the other hand became the L. And I'm like, for oh. anyone who can't spell, Dan yeah. just was she, was she <laughs> yeah right welcome right like yay she, no but that was I was like yeah that she's that's super quirky she, she's a muppet wanted, that's what she is she's a I, muppet Francis. Yeah. Oh my God, she is a Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> so I I also think once we get out of you, if you've had a bad date, Francis, has anyone um, left a date that they weren't feeling very badly? Because I did. <laughs> uh, again, I, I, I wish I could say um, I've never, yeah, I've never been on a date. So like. You've my... never been on a date? What? No, I much. I just yelled. I <laughs> like because I I don't I've never been a, what's considered a traditional date. Most of the people I've ever gone out to like dinner and a movie with or whatever like whatever the traditional date is was with somebody I was already I've already had. You know, we've already been talking. Oh, we've already you had already been... established something, and then yeah, oh, yeah. So it's never been to the. It's never been like I've never met this person before. We've just met. Like this is our first time really getting to know each other. That's never happened. Um, I have found myself in precarious sexual situations with people that I didn't want to be with after, like, near afterwards, but those were one night whatevers. So that was fine. Um, <laughs> that, that happened. That's okay. You have you beat there. I don't have uh, one night stand stories. I, I've only had a few, and it was during a time where I don't, I don't know what was going on with me because I've never been 
terribly confident. I'm, I'm a fairly introverted person. You so, don't need to slut shame. People can I'm have just... one night stands. It's fine. <laughs> okay. But I... <laughs> it was just interesting. Like it was just interesting in my own mind because I'm like, I don't. That was a weird time for me. But yeah, I, I mean, that's the extent of it. Where I'm like, okay. For some of these women, I'm like, ah, yeah, we'll do this for a while. We'll, we'll fool around. We'll have our little F- uh, little friends with benefits thing or whatever, acquaintances with benefits or whatever it's called. So we would have that for a while, but there would be some where I'm like, ah, yeah, this is, ooh, never again. But, hey, thanks for the, uh, you know, thanks for cleaning out the pipes for a second there. I'll appreciate it. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, yeah, I think that's the extent of it. <laughs> I, so because I did tell a, I don't want people to think I'm a complete victim. Um, I did leave a date once. Um, I wasn't feeling it. And this was back when um, I was, I was dating, still dating boys, but it, I, I wasn't interested in boys. So I was trying to start dating girls and I went on a date with a girl that I just talked to for maybe like two or three days and we went to dinner and when I showed up she looked nothing like her picture and for me like because I was I was young I must have been like 23 22 something like that sure um for me back then I, I appreciated my red flags. So I was like, Oh my God, she's a liar. And so I was an asshole. I was an asshole the entire date. She, she was actually very nice and everything, but she had used pictures that were significantly younger than what she was. She did lie to me about her age. Uh, She was quite a bit older, which I actually happen to love older women. Mm -hmm. So that's not, Um, but it was just like setting up in very bad ways and she was lying because she was insecure and I was too young to like really appreciate the situation and address it maturely. So what I did was, is I went to the bathroom and snuck out through the kitchen that was off to the left because the bathroom was off to the right, um, and didn't come back. And later that night, she called me to see what happened, and I just told her my car was on fire, and I hung up. Oh, jeez. <laughs> By the way, my car is burning. I need to go. <laughs> so if you're ever wondering what a 20-year-old version of me was, she was an idiot. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so I actually do still feel really bad about that because, like, now that I'm older, I, I get why she did those things and it wasn't that she wasn't attractive or anything like that we actually a lot of things were not lining up like i wasn't being catfish but she was not being fully honest about herself because she was in she was insecure so but yeah i did that i said my car was on fire it wasn't (laughs) oh man well it was red though so partial truth it looked like it was on fire yeah, it was fire engine red so partial truth oh, <laughs> oh boy but yeah uh so anyway so yeah so i, I i'm gonna move on because i don't have anything else unfortunately <laughs> but uh you know it's funny because i was thinking about um the, the, like this next topic that we're, ta- we're about to talk about and i was like you know i that that's how i met my my ex was the the one and only time I decided to kind of dip the pen in the company ink. Oh. Uh, 
was when I ended up the double meaning there. Isn't it great? <laughs> uh, yeah, like I, I, that's how I met my ex, and I'm like, and often you know I was here like, ah, don't ever do that. Like that's bad. Don't don't date someone in the office. You know, make sure that you know if you're gonna be serious with someone, you know, do do it with somebody outside of work because it can get complicated. Uh, work relationships can get complicated. Things like that. Um. Am I the only one that did that? Am I the only one who, who did not listen to the uh, to the warning? I signs? did it twice. Oh. <laughs> it's I, I, I actually I don't have much experience with that at all. Yeah. Really? Oh, that's good. Yeah. So uh, the first time I was working at a coffee shop, um, and I actually remember when she like came in to apply for a position, like thought she was really cute and it was obvious that she was not from the state that I was from and she was different and I was in a really bad relationship so it was kind of like I just was in an unhealthy state of mind and this person was really nice to me we actually were friends for a long time and we didn't date until well after like I had been single um, I, we kind of like started flirting and then I moved to a different store because we opened up, um, a different location and she wasn't working at the same shop. We still work for the same company. So, um, but yeah, it didn't end very well but she did did she did do one cute thing that like oh. i loved and to this day like it is one of my fondest like sweetest memories and probably doesn't have a place in this but she came through the drive through one night when i was working and sat in the at the speaker box and played a song Oh, I know that is, that's probably one of the sweetest things that's ever happened to me, but our relationship ended very badly. And ironically enough, this is one of the exes that I still talk to a little bit, but we have gone through some shit to get there. Like, because she really like screwed me over like really bad. Um, and maybe that's not as bad because like, it was just a coffee shop and we were in college and we were young and it, I mean, we were together for like three months. Like it was nothing like groundbreaking. However, my most recent ex and I did meet at the office that we were both working. Um, I actually was one of the people who trained her within her position before I moved out into um, what is now my career. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that that entire relationship I kept in my mind referencing the coffee shop one and thinking here I am doing this thing again that I hate shitting where I eat like because that's what my grandpa kept telling me right um yeah that's the phrase he loves um but like and coming from a person who works in HR um, it is something that is very common because you spend a lot of time in this place. Yes. Yeah. So it's, um, our relationship started again. I was in a bad relationship and, um, but this time, like this relationship happened right on the heels of it. Like I had no breathing space. <laughs> Like, I went directly from bad relationship to this one that was in 
the office and it was complicated and she wanted to keep it a secret like no one could know and which made me feel horrible like no one wants to be a secret that's awful um but it was definitely a disaster from the start so like most companies have policies where you can't date or if you do like you have to alert hr so what do you do when you are hr (laughs) that's a good question yeah it made me look really bad um i put a lot on the line for this person that ultimately it did not pan out and um i was not the only person in the office that was being dated to put to say the least yeah so um i I've seen it where it works out really well. I think we get confused because we watch The Office and we see Pam and Jim. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I have seen it work like that. Like, because that is where you spend most of your time. Like, a lot of people meet at The Office. I've had bosses that have met their wives from working within the same company. Yeah. So, it can, it can happen, like... It's just the consequences but, of it not working out becomes a no, consequence of your workspace and, as well. That's the problem. So with the first relationship, we we she had actually transferred to my store when we broke up. Oh, so awesome. it was really bad because we were we were broken up and we were working within the same space and it was very uncomfortable. With this one, by the time that like we had ended everything and separated and stuff, um, I was at I had a new job for about two years. So I haven't been working at the same space. But um, what does also complicate this is our shared friends were those coworkers. Yes. Yeah. So like, I don't have any of them anymore. Like she got most of them. So like it's it. And that sucks for me because I'm not from here. Mm -hmm. And those were my friends here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, that's definitely one of the complications for sure. But yeah. the fun things to dating in the office is like you get to see them every day, mm-hmm. and like, yeah. but it definitely is like, and the, the cute the one of the cute things that I did like was like we commuted together. Oh, nice. So like that was good. Like I mean that was that was fun. Like we had a lot of time to communicate. We just communicated poorly, thus the end of the relationship. So, but, um, but there are good things to it. It's just, it can end badly and you need to, you're not going to be able to prepare for what happens if it does end badly, but you need to always be aware that it can end badly. And that's why a lot of companies do have policies for that because ultimately they're the ones that are going to have to deal with you shits being mad at each other (laughs) while you're in the office. Like, yeah, they deal with the aftermath. For sure. Yeah. And, uh, but it definitely, I will never, ever, 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 ever do that again. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. No. I mean, I, 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 you know, when I was in mine, um, it's weird because w- when you work in an environment where everyone talks, you know, everyone begins to, to know your business. And it's weird mm-hmm. that you, you not yep. only are, you know, your private life is now part of your business life. And mm-hmm. so you get to hear like, oh. And and then the people who are were also interested in that person come out of the woodwork. And it's like, oh, I work with you and you're 
Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had, and there were people who were interested in me mm-hmm. and they were jealous and angry yeah. and they would like, she would have her phone on her desk and they would read her phone. Oh, jeez. Okay. That's far. That's far. Like, <laughs> and so like it would facilitate even more and it, it's just, it was a mess. Like, yeah. and like even now, like I have people who have tried to date me from where I work now and I'm just like, no, sorry, no. Yeah. And no, sure. I'm like, it totally isn't you. Like, you really are great. And I, you know, sorry kind of thing. But mm-hmm. I, there are multiple reasons why I did not date anyone that was in my office. But um, one, didn't want to. Uh, two, it was in the office. And three, now have a girlfriend. Like, so, sure. but mm-hmm. it's, I, I would not, I don't care how wonderful you are. I would not date someone that was in my office anymore mm-hmm. because... Like it, it really does like mess and every, and like you said, everyone knows your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People knew things about like what I was like when I did laundry, like, and I'm just like, how do you guys know that? Well, that's because like she had casually mentioned it at some point, like, which is not a big deal, but like if she's casually mentioning that, what else is she mentioning? Even All though right. like, cause at first we didn't live together. And that is like, and even then, like our first year living together, like she really wanted us to be a secret. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. It, it sounds it definitely sounds much more complicated because in, in in my case, it wasn't it wasn't a secret. People knew what was going on. Again, the the you know, word spread, and it, it was all just strange. Um, but uh, it, I think that's kind of the the bad about it. The good was, you know, yeah. Not only do you get to spend off work time with them but you get to spend you know you get to see them much more often than you would in any other situation which i which was nice it was kind of nice mm-hmm. and um yeah you know and then you would um <laughs> then you, and, and and then you get risque and you start sneaking around doing funky stuff uh, all over the oh place. yeah anyway, uh... another another <laughs> another thing for another time i may have had a little action in the stairwell yeah sure so like uh... stuff like that happened for sure I think also uh, this brings up a good point too. Like because well, what happened to me was because I was seeing so much of her and we were spending so much time together. I tend to lose who I am in a relationship. Period. But this made it happen faster because like I was this person at work and I was always with her. Oh yes, yeah, I was yeah, nothing yeah. else. And that you know that's that's a bad to relationship in general. But like that is something that happened to me in this situation too yeah because we compartmentalize our personality based on where we are and so if you can't compartmentalize when you're at work and when you're at home it's like it it gets tiring yeah but it also it gets stressful and tiring because you know you know how you are outside of the office and there's a little bit of an expectation with your significant other being working with you like well why aren't you doing this and why aren't you doing that it's like well a I'm your boss ish. Like I, I, I have a seniority over you. So that's weird to just be like, mm-hmm. Hey, I'll go grab your butt in the middle of the, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like that, that stuff that shouldn't be happening. But at the same time, it's also, you know, it's hard, it's hard for some people to kind of understand like, well, there's a time and a place for everything. Um, even though the relationship started at work, um, it doesn't have to always be, you know, you don't have to always show your affection at work. You, you know, you just have to be able to, to separate the two, but it's it's really hard to separate the two. Very now. hard, yeah. No, I I agree. I agree, one hundred percent. Anyway, um, 
I don't know, Dan. We've been at this for about an hour and a half. What do you think? Oh, what? Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't think we've been recording. Have we been recording for an hour? We, uh, yes. I started a brand new recording, and we have been talking for an hour and a half. This is the entire show. I think show we covered, like, everything, though, except for, like, bad proposals. No, we, yeah, we missed out on... Because I'm just going to briefly say, uh, in my last relationship, I did have to... There was a bit of a jealousy aspect, so there was a topic here saying losing your friends. I did lose friends over my uh, some my female most of my female friends I lost over uh, my ex because of a jealousy issue. Um, but uh, that's only one thing I want to bring up there. Friend zone we won't get into because uh, you will just <laughs> that's another hour I will and a half. I will lose right there. my mind. <laughs> that is an hour and a half right there. Um, <laughs> Advanced. We can, I mean, we can bring up jealousy and like losing friends and ugly too. Yeah, yeah. I think jealousy. Yeah, well, we have jealousy under the ugly for sure. So we'll yeah. talk about jealousy so, and stuff like that. There. Yeah. Maybe even oh. friend zone because that can get ugly. Friend zone can get ugly. Yeah, um, yeah I'll do that. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what do you think? Did you want to? Did you want? Was there anything on your mind? Dan, that you wanted us to kind of touch on that was bad before you kind of get out of here? Or, or no, it's no, up to you, no. man. It's your show. <laughs> I don't know why I'm taking over. <laughs> no, no. No, that was – it was perfect. I mean, I think this one was – we obviously had a lot to say, and there's still more uh, to say about it. But uh, it's definitely like uh, – this this, this right here, we can you – know, it's not – it's bad, you know, and but it's funny at the same time when we discuss it now. You yeah. know, but actually going yeah. through the situations that we discussed, they were not funny at the time. But I'm glad that we can go back at those like bad dates and bad things that happen in relationships and laugh at it now. You know, and I think that's what's yeah. important um, about this episode. You know, because people are gonna listen to this and they're gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, I I did that too," or yeah. "I've experienced that too," or maybe they're like, "I'm going through that right now." You know, I don't know, but. Um, it was awesome. I, I, I had a lot of fun with it. So, I mean, I really – I think we're we're good on this one. Well, so I have a question for you real quick. Can you do a master class on, like, how you go about doing the whole relationship <laughs> thing? Because apparently that seems to work really well for you. And uh, what is, on, on A master class on what? On how you do relationships because it seems to really work out for you. And there's, like, minimal downtime apparently. <laughs> Pickup artist. Yeah. Oh, man. No. No, no. But, I mean, but again – but, dude – I mean, if you think about it, like, again, I, I was in, uh, you know, a loveless marriage for, you yeah. know, how, you know, how many years I, you know, that ended with, you know, four years, four years of separation where, you know, we slept in different rooms and we were displaying, you know, a really bad idea of what love looked like in front of my daughter. I mean, that, that, I mean, I, and I think that's, again, the reason why, like, you know, I mean, look, I was so passive at the fact that that happened for that long. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think I can really teach anything. <laughs> well, I think, I, think, I think there's still things we can learn from you. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I know I can because I'm just like – I'm just sitting here not knowing what the hell I'm doing. So it would be nice to be able to get some advice on like, hey, how should I approach if I am interested in somebody? What's the best way to do it? Blah, blah, blah. But anyway, that – you know. Whatever, fine. <laughs> I, think I, I, think, I think I'm just like too paranoid, and like in, in, when it comes to like that, I I just I'm just like like I said, it just becomes science to me when it comes to like science. Oh jeez. You know? <laughs> we start we started with science, we can yeah. end with science. So. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, that that's that's yeah. I think that's all it was. You know, I I mean, like I said, I mean the person I'm dating right now, um, she's nerdy herself. Mm -hmm. um, even though she doesn't like to admit it, 
you know, she's very nerdy herself, and, and uh, that's why it works out. And she understands my issues um, with anxiety and wh why I need to play video games, like, how many hours a day. So I, that's the reason why that works. And, again, that, that was, like, the main thing. It's like, if a girl can deal with that, then we're already, like, halfway there, you know. And a lot of people can't deal with that, so that's where that stopped right there. Nerdy by nature. I love it. Yeah, exactly. Nerdy <laughs> by nature. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, I want to thank you guys again for this. This is awesome. Again, um, this is part two, and it's probably going to get even more. Oh God! I oh no! <laughs> more interesting for. <laughs> I won't say that. I won't say that this four out of the four that we're going to do, that this last one is going to be the most interesting because I'm pretty sure we know which one's going to be the most interesting. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, this was another great one. So, and again, um, the love one that we just did will be published uh, on mo this Monday. So, you know, uh, that's when that will happen. But uh, I've already talked to quite a few people about it, and it's, it, it, they have a lot to say. So I feel we're going to get a lot of feedback on this whole, on this Ooh, whole I'm series. I'm excited. I'm um, excited. But, again, thank you, guys. And, again, if you uh, want to learn more about Major – where can they learn more about Major besides hearing more about bad dates if they email? <laughs> <laughs> um, where I am on um, Twitter at a bad wolf. That's wolf with a U. And you can probably more likely find me on the Fan Drunk account at this time um, at Fan Drunk Pod on Twitter. Um, yeah. yeah, that's about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can chat about bad relationships on fan drunk if you want. That's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Mr. Francis? Uh, you can find me at AKA the other guy on on Twitter, on Instagram, on Twitch, on even though I don't do any Twitch videos yet. I really need to get started. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm everywhere. AKA the other guy. That's my my moniker. Um, and if you want to find any of the podcasts just that I just do. It's a sincere sarcasm.net. Otherwise, you'd find all of the fine podcasts that myself and Dan do over at the Points of Interest Podcast Network at poipodcast.com. Awesome. Well, if you have any uh, comments or inquiries about these two awesome people, if you are single and you find Francis just. Oh, jeez. Yes. <laughs> yes. This guy, okay. Francis is a great guy, okay. So. so you know, you can hit me at when a nerd starts over at gmail.com and we Oh my will, god, we uh, should do like a bachelor edition. Oh no. Oh. Francis. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. Oh, Dude, no. no. What? That has to happen. Oh no. That has to happen. <laughs> you, that is such a great idea. Okay, we're going to talk about that off the <laughs> the show. Okay. But the sign up start now. Oh jeez. So, if you are listening, Sign up and audition tapes start now. Yeah. Um, thank you again, and we will see you next time on When a Nerd Starts Over. <laughs>